What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Period. All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. Um, first things first, this will be a solo episode, and I am going off the top of my head. Uh, just to let y'all know. So, okay. Uh, first things first, we want to apologize for not having an episode last week. An episode, an episode last week. Y'all, we really, me and Draco, we started recording. And it just wasn't there. I don't know. We just was just like having a block. Well, you know how we always say, you know, send us some topics, blah, blah, blah. So, we some people send us some topics. We tried to talk about them. We just, I think the thing is we just couldn't relate to the topic. I guess that's what it was. I don't know, y'all. But if you have a, if you have a podcast of your own, if you've been doing it for a while, you probably know that, you know, initially you got all these different topics to talk about. And at some point, you don't, you run out of things to talk about. Basically, that's just what happens. We, we're on episode, we're in the hundreds now. You know what I'm saying? So, there's only so many things we can cover. And sometimes we can pull topics from like pop culture or things going on in the news but that for that last week so we tried to talk about um unsupported friends and truth be told we don't really have that problem <laughs> i'm just being honest i know for me I've, I've always been very very particular about the people that i have around me and um, i think that when people have unsupported friends sometimes there could be a couple different issues it could be you always you know for example okay i always i don't know if i've ever spoke, spoken on a podcast but i i don't trust people that are serial entrepreneurs so somebody who always got a new business always got a new idea now that's not necessarily a bad thing they obviously have a hustle and they want to you know do something that sticks but it's hard to take it seriously after like the 19th run so i think that people can come across unsupported friends when they have something like that or if the person just lacks drive like somebody you know y'all ever met somebody and they be like oh let's say you dated right and you're a woman you meet a dude and he's like yeah um i work at um cookout but me and my partners we got this we finna start this you be like uh-huh yeah i hear you so it's like okay you want to believe him but you don't heard the story so many times and it's like you don't want to support it so that's i guess that's my interpretation of what somebody would have as a supportive friend i'm just saying i don't have that problem and i have not had it in a long time because i'm very convincing because i i do everything i say i'm gonna do so people i always have that buy-in and draco is what his work speaks for himself so i mean i think he might have mentioned people not necessarily not necessarily being supportive but they weren't really friends they were just people that he just you know you know not to keep around you so anyway i forgot to say that draco is out of town right now with a client so that's why he's not with me this week just so y'all know ain't no beef i'm just saying he out of town okay bye Y'all, I um y'all know before Draco joined the show with me, I hosted the show by myself, but I always had guests, and I don't think I've ever done an episode where it was just me talking. So we're gonna try this, and if y'all like it, I don't care. At least we got an episode this week. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay, so okay, first things first, I want to talk about y'all. I've been having some bad migraines. So first of all, I've had migraines since I was a kid. Two things I've experienced since I was little. Um, allergies and migraines. So my allergies, y'all, I have no idea what I'm allergic to, but I do know this. When I'm cold, I get sick. So I could, it could literally be 100,000 degrees Fahrenheit outside. I come in the house. If the AC and the fan is really cold, I get sick. And it's like within 30 seconds tops. I'm not even joking, y'all. Like my nostrils get swelling up really bad. I'm sneezing, my throat itchy, my eyes water, and it's just really annoying. So every single day I have to take allergy medicine called Flonase, which is a nasal spray. And y'all, if I skip taking it one day, I promise you the next day I'm sick and then I have to take it. And then it basically takes three days for it to start back working. So what I normally take to support that is, um, uh, 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 what is it called? What is it called? Uh, oh, um, 
Zyrtec, Zyrtec. Okay, and um, basically Zyrtec, you know, it works very fast. But the only downside to Zyrtec is it makes me very drowsy. So the best time to take Zyrtec is like maybe 5 p.m. or maybe a little later because you're definitely going to go to sleep. But when you wake up, you're going to be so drained, y'all. I remember there was a time where I was out of Flonase because I can't remember what happened. I think I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't call my doctor for a refill for whatever reason. And I was taking Zyrtec every single day. Y'all, I was a zombie. Y'all, I'm not even joking. Like I would be so antsy and irritated at work. It would piss me off so much that I would just be getting mad at people about little things all because I was drowsy. It's like when people are cranky cause they sleepy, that was me. But I was like, not sleepy, but I was drowsy and I was wide awake. Anyway, y'all, I just wanted to share that with y'all. That's something I've been dealing with. That and the migraines. The migraines just started kicking back up. I don't know where they coming from, but I need to go back where they came from because I'm not going to be popping Tylenol PMs and extras and all that stuff every single day. Look, feel like a pill head. What I, I, I just in the house was triggering it. So if y'all have had experiences with migraines, please reach out to me and let me know what y'all might have done. I did see a commercial a long time ago about people getting Botox for migraines. Um, you know, I'm not really opposed to that. It's all about how frequently I'll need to get it done. Um, and I mean, I don't really have no wrinkles, but I also don't want it to lead to me being interested in getting it more. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be a person that's got to get these little Botox shots to avoid wrinkles because I'm okay with aging. It just shows, it's just a measure of my gratitude for being on this earth. But anyway, I'm done rambling about migraines. Next up on the list, y'all got a checklist, y'all. ATL Scoop. And I know we mentioned it a couple times on the show, but ATL Scoop, y'all, I had to unfollow them because, okay, first things first. If you don't live in Atlanta or if you haven't been to the page yet, basically it's a page that tells you about things going on in Atlanta. And when I say things, I mean crime, y'all. So car break-ins, robbery, I mean, even traffic jams, car accidents. Um, This week they've been reporting on the Krispy Kreme on Punch, which is owned by Shaq, if you didn't know. It was burnt down. They're saying it might have been a gas leak or something like that. It could have been arson. We don't know. But basically they try to keep you. They're kind of like the news, but this is like 25-8. You know, it's like in real time almost because if me, if I'm a driver, I'm on the highway, I'm on the road, or I see something going on, I could take a picture of it, record it, and, send, and tag ATL Scoop, and then they'll repost it. People have recovered stolen cars, stolen dogs keys purses i mean honestly it's it's a good um resource for people living in atlanta at first i was a little weary because i was like this giving fed y'all but in reality you do kind of want to you know (laughs) know what's going on in your neighborhood and if your property is stolen you want to be able to get it back and i think it's pretty cool that people have been able to recover you know stolen things however um i've spoken on this show before about um getting robbed and how it has traumatized me and i know i have never gone into detail about it but y'all it happened in like 08 and i'm not joking in 2021 it still bothers me like i had to go to therapy for it last year it like i mean y'all i don't even know if i'm ready to even like really break down how it has impacted me negatively but just know something that may be as simple or appears to be as simple as a robbery can really shake up the mind of people or and how they handle things it really to really put things in summary after I got robbed, I started noticing everything. I've been aware of everything that happened around me, every person, what time it was, was the sundown, what neighborhood am I in? And I grew up in the hood. This stuff that I'm used to, robbery wasn't new to me. Now, it was, it had never happened to me, but I was well, I mean, I knew robbers, you know what I'm saying? And so it just wasn't something that I felt like impacted me. And, and then when it did happen to me, it just shook things up. So anyway... I had to unfollow ATL Scoop because it was like really like triggering me. It was kind of traumatizing. It was making me super anxious. You know, recently I bought a Mercedes and I know that that's a car that is, you know, sought after, I guess you can say. So now it's like, okay, if I go to this store, normally I would, you know, ideally if I have a, a brand new car, I would want to park far in the back of the parking lot. So nobody's parked next to me and bump it or scratch it or any little thing. But now I'm like, 
well, do I want to do that? Because uh, maybe that's easier for somebody to access and bust out the windows. Maybe they want a carjack. Maybe they want to rob me. You know, now, you know, it's just all these different things. And I don't want to be concerned about that. And I mean, unfortunately, it is a reality. You don't want to be that oblivious to where things like that are going on around you and you don't know. But at the same time, you don't want to overconsume it either because it'll start to control your thoughts and your decision making. And so, you know, it's so weird, y'all. I had to unfollow. It is good to know. I mean, maybe if you want to check it out every couple of weeks to see things going on around you. But, you know, I don't know, y'all. Tread like That's all I can say. All right, what's next on my list? Um, Oh, y'all, okay. I don't know what's going on. And I know people get comfortable with social media. They consider social media their family. But y'all got to stop posting these stinking, dirty baby pampers, okay? First of all, I should not open up my phone and I see a picture of a baby who doo-doo don't ran up their back and leaked out their pamper. You, you see how nasty it sounded for me to describe that, y'all? I can I promise you in the last week or two, I've probably seen five videos or photos of somebody taking a picture of their baby messy pamper. Honest to God, why? Why? Why, Ebony? Why? Why would you post something like that? Honest to God, I'm just, this is a genuine question. And if you listen to this podcast right now, answer me. Tell me why. This is disgusting, y'all. Don't nobody want to see it. It's dude, it's literally feces. It's defecation. It's poop. Why would I want to see that? And it's even nasty when it's a baby because all this stuff, y'all, never mind. Okay, just stop posting your nasty, stinking baby pamper. Okay. Next on the list, I do not like seeing sweat, y'all. I know people work out, they go to the gym, and they want to show them before and after, which is weird to me because how are you going to show me a before and after picture from the gym as if you just lost weight while you was on a treadmill? No, you have not. So anyway, I really hate seeing sweat. And I, when I think about sweat, I y'all, don't judge me, but I always think of Gucci Mane because when he first got out of prison, he, uh, you know, he had lost all that weight. He was real cut. He was, you know, like fit. But he would be posting um, videos of him working out or after him working out, and he would have sweat, y'all, all of his face and his body. And it was disgusting to me. And it was like, I had to unfollow him. I couldn't follow him. I, I didn't want to see it no more, y'all. And I think this is when I was on Snapchat heavy, and he would be posting on Snapchat. I couldn't do it no more. And so I was like, you know what, Alicia? Pretend it's rain. Just think in your mind that he was just outside in the rain and got wet. No, it didn't work, y'all. I don't want to see it. I know it's, I know it's, I know it's sweat and it's disgusting and it makes me nauseous. Okay. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Dookie Pampers and I don't want to see sweat. Okay. In, in the same realm, why y'all be posting y'all injuries? Okay. So people cut their finger, slice their hand, cut their lid, and then they want to post it on social media. Why do I want to see that? I don't. Why would you think that anybody wants to see that? We don't. It's disgusting. It is literally disgusting. I don't want to see anything that comes from inside of your body. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to hear you burp. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear you fart. I don't want to see, I don't want you to cough. I mean, let's be clear, it's a pandemic. Don't sneeze either while we at it. Matter of fact, don't even cry. If you do these things, don't post them. Why in the world would I want to see your dookie pamper, your sweaty face, blood, or any kind of injury? Like, y'all, y'all be oversharing, man. And I know it's your page, post what you want, but unfortunately with social media and this instant you know instant posting we cannot control what we're about to see we can control the people who we follow which i do heavily i have a lot of muted blocked accounts but i do not want to see these kind of things it is literally disgusting y'all i just oh my god i'm sick all right all right all right i'm back all right okay y'all so um Next on my list is I want to talk about sharing passwords, right? So I was listening to something the other day. It might have been a podcast. I I don't even know. But they were basically talking about at what point do you share your password with your partner? 
Um, my answer is never. I think that's really weird. I think that that's very high school, very insecure. And the reason why I say that is because what like it's like you kind of want to keep an eye out on your partner. You want to monitor them and, you know, be seeing what they doing. But you only care about that because you don't trust them to begin with. Um, I have always I have been in relationships where I have had someone's password or uh, and it's always been associated with me not necessarily trusting them. And they could say, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Excuse me, because I'm not editing this. This is going to be one long run, so all my little noises, I'm sorry. I know I just said I don't like to hit a coffin, but um, this is my house, and this is my microphone. <laughs> Dang, I'm a hypocrite. Anyway, uh, I just think that just sharing the passwords, going through phones, all that stuff is, is insecurity. It really is. And it's okay to be insecure. It's normal. I think when I was in those relationships where I was having access to that kind of stuff, I was insecure, and I didn't know it. I didn't realize what insecurity even meant. I remember I was talking about this particular issue with someone at at that time, let's say 2009, 10. And someone told me, they was like, you just being insecure. And I was offended, but I just didn't know what insecure meant. I just knew that, nah, he trying me. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I just feel like if you got to get to a point in your relationship where you have access to passwords and all, I mean, it's okay to have access, I guess, like in the case of an emergency. But if you are checking their phone, checking their DMs, like, is that really necessary? What is that doing for you? That's like creating more anxiety for yourself because one of those days you might see something. And whether it's something worth addressing or not, you only saw it. Be- now, let me backtrack. I know folks be like, um, what they be saying? Uh, something is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. It, Yeah, it can be. Now, I'm not advocating for that. I don't want something to be going on, and I'm unaware, but I don't think it's my responsibility to be seeking it out in that manner. I think that people get caught in lies, and they get caught slipping because they are liars and they are slippers, and I think that when you kind of force those results, it's not fair to yourself to put yourself through that, to be going through these things, you know, their devices and things like that, to find the truth. You just got to find other ways because I'm pretty sure if it got to the point and this is my opinion. If you got to the point where you have to go through their phone and all that, you probably already had some doubts to begin with. And you were just waiting to see Letitia in them DMs sending her titties or something like that so you can confront him about it. And he can deny it and say, I can't control what people send me. It's like, okay, so now what you going to say to that? So just, I personally think as an adult, as a 31-year-old woman, I'm about to be 32 next week. I'm going to be 32 on Tuesday. I do not want to be going through phones. I don't even want to see you receive a text message because if it's a name that I don't recognize, I don't... If I ask who it is now, I'm going to seem like, I don't know. It's just not necessary, y'all. Just honestly, just be in a relationship with somebody you can trust, honestly. And don't and not just because you like them or you think they're cute, but if trust is something that you are, you know, not negotiating, like it's something that you have to have, be with somebody you can trust. And I know that's hard. I know it's hard. Dating is hard. But do you want to get in a relationship to be played for the sake of having a partner? Or do you want to just, you know, Enjoy your life until you find somebody you can trust. Like, let's be for real. Happiness is the goal, y'all. Please don't be miserable, okay? Okay. Um. All right, so I saw this tweet the other day. It said, after a breakup, and I'm sorry, this is not the traditional episode format. I just hopped out of bed, haven't even brushed my teeth, washed my face yet. I logged into my work computer, came, sat on my sofa, turned the microphone on, okay? So y'all just gonna get what I give y'all today, okay? So uh, anyway, um, I was I saw a tweet he talked about after a breakup, women get a full ride to Harvard, they get they buy a new house, they do all this blah, 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 blah. And I thought that was so funny because um, in the cases where I have broken up, I mean, first of all, I've always been somebody that has consistently grown in general in life. So even in my relationships, there have been my stones that I've had where I've, I've done something different accomplished this finished school got promoted whatever anything but I do know for sure that when I broke up in certain relationships immediately I had a list of things I was gonna get done y'all I'm talking about like one of my one of my relationships uh that had that broke up in the last couple of years was basically 
I wanted to travel more. And as soon as we broke up, y'all, I'm, I was gone every other week. And I'm sure y'all could probably notice that on my social media. Like, I was taking trips here, trips there. trip. But I wanted to travel really bad when I was in that relationship. But that person just did not have the funds or the drive to do so. So it was always in the back of my mind, like, dang, I want to travel real bad. And then, y'all, I, I relo- you know, there's been times in relationships I've broken up. I relocated cities. I have, you know, just done all these crazy dramatic things and not in a bad way, things that I was always able to do. But because I was then single, I had nothing but time and nobody could, I really didn't have to consider somebody else for the decision I made. Now, granted, I shouldn't have had, no one should have had that kind of impact or control. But sometimes when you get in a relationship, y'all, you really be making stupid decisions. Like some, you can stunt your own growth because you want things to be mutual or fair or to have a positive impact on your relationship. But then when you get out of that relationship, you realize I should never did that. So I just thought that was interesting, that post. I don't know what men do when they break up, but it don't seem like they do much, at least in my experience. (laughs) But, I mean, I have done so many things over the last several years, you know, and they were kind of, you know, post-breakups. It's like, oh, I'm about to, to, who ain't finna go to Harvard, Yale, and um, Columbia at the same time? I'm finna be a professor. You can't stop me. I'm single. (laughs) Speaking of single... Valentine's Day is coming up, y'all, and I think it's so interesting. I've been seeing all these topics on social media about women getting men gifts. I, You know what? I have always been a gift giver. That's been my love language. That's how I express love or show love. So I love to give gifts. It's just not even something to ever think about. Like, I have never, ever, ever been in a relationship where I didn't regularly give my man gifts or give him gifts on Valentine's Day. Now, if that effort was mutual, that's a whole nother conversation. Now, um, now I, I don't think that I was doing that to be dumb. I just think that that's genuinely what I do. Like I'll see something and I'll think of him and I'll get him that gift or it's something that he mentioned or he was, wasn't able to get before somewhere because it was sold out. I would get it. It just was natural. It wasn't like me trying to prove myself to the man, but I just think that Valentine's Day obviously is made up and people who say they don't sell celebrate Valentine's Day because it's made up is because they're not gift good gift they're not good gift givers nor good partners and that's really what I think so if you hate me then just say that because even though Valentine's Day is made up so are all the holidays on the calendar I mean the only thing that's technically not made up is New Year's and truth be told that's made up too I saw a post the other day that said they could add another day to the week and we wouldn't even know we sure wouldn't because time is constant so anyway um, I do have a Valentine this year and I do have gifts that I'm giving and I'm expecting gifts and I will always expect gifts. I don't, you know, that won't ever stop. I just think that even though it, you can say it's made up, but it is a moment to express your love and to really zone in on those feelings you have for that person. Obviously Valentine's day is 365 or 366 on a leap year, but it doesn't mean that you can't stop and take a chance, take the time. Cause if that's the case, why I ain't got teddy bears and flowers every single day? Huh? 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 Riddle me that. Huh? Huh? Exactly. So all I'm saying is take that time. It's just like a birthday. Obviously you're grateful to see another day. And after your, after your birthday, let's say for example, y'all, I'm going to be, I'm turning 32 on next Tuesday. Okay. That means that on Wednesday I'll be 32 in one day and then 32 in two days. So do you mean to tell me that I shouldn't celebrate my birthday because it's my birthday year round? No. So on February 16th, I need you to give me some, you know, some money, cash out me. Now, if y'all want to cash out me, a dollar, I ain't, I ain't begging, but if y'all want to, it's dollar sign, U-H-H-L-I-C-I-A. So, uh, Alicia, two H's, this it. Anyway, um, but I'm just saying, I want to feel special. I want to feel celebrated. I want the, the, the spotlight to be on me for this day. Now, unfortunately, 
My birthday is two days after Valentine's Day, and it took a while for me to really get to a point where I could experience both holidays at the same time. I mean, you know, separately, I'll, I'll say, because I will always get like, oh, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to give you one big gift. What's a big gift? What is a big gift? A vacuum cleaner? Like, I don't <clears throat> I don't understand what you mean by a big gift. It's two different days. I want two different experiences, and that's point blank, period, okay? And I don't mean like dinner one day, gift the other, because I... <laughs> Anyway, if you with me, you know, uh, don't play with me. Uh, but it's just like Christmas. It's like, oh, we celebrate Christmas year round. Okay, but you know this holiday is focused around giving. Like, why are you playing with me? Now, obviously, if you have an arrangement with your partner, you can, you know, give them gifts however you want. Like, I know some people, they alternate which holidays they give gifts um, for Valentine's Day and for Christmas. I think that's totally fine if that's what y'all want to do. But don't just have me waking up on one of these holidays looking stupid and it's business as usual. I'd be doggone if I've been as cool as I am and fun as I am and I don't get a darn egg cracked in the skillet. Come on now. So anyway, all right, what else I got, y'all? I am rambling, y'all. This is so funny. I never, I never did an episode solo. In all my days, I never did an episode by myself. Uh, so anyway, let's look and see what's in pop culture. So right now, at this very moment, because this episode is going out as soon as I finish uh, recording. So this is what's on the shade room as of right now, y'all. Let's see. Oh, girl, Gorilla Glue, girl, honey. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm kind of conflicted on whether I want to judge Tessica uh, or not. That's the young lady's first name. She's 40 years old. And if you've been under a rock, you probably, I guess that's the only way you wouldn't know. But long story short, Tessica spr- sprayed gorilla glue in her hair instead of what she was normally using gorilla snot and so if you don't know we use two different women can use two different finishing sprays on their hair or if they want to apply a wig and it's gorilla snot and got to be glued okay and these are things that are kind of like it makes like a tackiness which um causes your hair to stay in place or adhere if you need but gorilla glue y'all is stuff that you i use gorilla glue when i wanted to fix a bed that i bought from ikea y'all a wooden bed I want the, the slats to stay in place. You can use Gorilla Glue to fix a cabinet, y'all. Cement, concrete. And there is no way possible that anyone in their right mind felt like Gorilla Glue and Gorilla Snot and Gots to Be Glued was in the same category. They're not even on the same aisle. They probably hardly are ever sold in the same stores unless you go to like Walmart or Target. Or maybe the grocery store. But even then, they're not even nowhere near each other. That just is what it is. So, And, and you can kind of tell from the video that she made that she used it because she was like, all right, I got this. Let me try this. But people are calling her stupid. I don't know if I want to call her stupid. I do think it is a very foolish mistake, especially at her big age of 40. But I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. And this girl got a verified account now. She darn near had a million followers. She got like 700,000. She'll, she'll definitely see a million because what's happening right now, she's been going through these different um, services and surgeries to figure out how to get this stuff out of her hair. And people are tuned in. So it's going to obviously attract more followers. She's been getting interviews. She's got to go fund me. I don't have a problem with the go fund me. At this point, when people go viral, that's the best thing you can do to, to capitalize off of it. Aside from offering like a business or product. Um, I don't know. I When I first saw the video, I thought it was fake. I, I think most videos that go viral are fake because it's to the point now where people can do certain things for a reaction. But now I do see that her hair really is effed up from this um, glue. Now, I'm pretty sure she probably, because she made a TikTok to talk about what was going on. 
I think most people can kind of, if you put something drastic on TikTok, you can kind of expect it to get a lot of traction. Now, she might not have been doing it for fame. Clearly, that was a real issue at hand, but she had to know it was going to circulate. And that's neither here nor there. That's none of my business because I'm on social media just like she is. She just happened to use it for a cause. Um, but yeah, I don't know. People are saying that she's stupid, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. That just wasn't my first thought. My first thought was, I mean, I don't know, girl. <laughs> I don't know. It's so crazy. And um, let me see what this post on the on the shade room said. This is as of 20 minutes ago. Oh, they got it out. Period. Don't play with that girl. Okay, so she got the Gorilla Glue out, y'all. Okay, girl. Don't, compare, don't complain about your hair being super black. It's either it's hard or it's black. All right, well, get there we go. <laughs> Problem solved. Now, people were trying to say, oh, she should sue Gorilla Glue because the um the, the product doesn't say can't use in hair. Now, it does say keep out of eyes and skin, I believe. I mean, if you want to try to assume that hair isn't included in that, you're just an opportunist. I do not think she should sue. I don't think it's that serious. If you made a mistake, you cannot blame the product. You know what I'm saying? You made a mistake. I remember one time when I was little, y'all, my mama bought some ketchup, and it was the one without salt. It was sodium-free ketchup. Now, how, I didn't even know that existed. And it, so when we realized it, I mean, we could probably could have taken, taken, taken it back. But I basically, y'all, if I wanted to use ketchup, I would squeeze it in a bowl, add some salt, and mix it up. And then, boom, I had regular ketchup. So I think that people can make mistakes, but I think that hers, she just didn't use her um, critical thinking. She didn't, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you make a, a, a rash decision, and then you obviously, after the fact, be like, now, that was stupid. But you was so desperate to, like, get your hair done and leave out the house or whatever you had to do that you use something else. That was absolutely wrong. I mean, I'm just trying to think of all the things that I've seen people do that they should not have done. I don't even know. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't even have, I guess maybe she is stupid. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. I, I didn't think to attack her, though. I'm not going to lie, but I'm also not that kind of person. So I do be judging, but I ain't going to call the girl dumb. Um, what else I got before I wrap up this episode, Jewel? Um, let me take a look. Let me take a gander. Oh, y'all, Popeye's got a fish sandwich, y'all. Y'all know I'm pescatarian, so I don't eat chicken, beef, pork, um, or what other kind of meat is it? Turkey. I only eat seafood, and honestly, I'm trying to wean that out. But truth be told, I love crab cakes, um, <laughs> and that's just really what it is. So, and and I have started um, messing with like certain vegetarian um, meals. So the other day, I made ganache. I know that's probably not how you're supposed to pronounce it, but that's what I made. And if y'all heard me say it, then y'all know exactly what I'm trying to say. But Popeye's has a flounder sandwich, kind of like the chicken sandwich, and I might try it out this week. Um, y'all know that um Lent, I don't know if it's here, but I know it's approaching. Um, and restaurants who don't normally serve fish do serve fish during this time, like Chick Fil A. Uh oh, my computer. Uh, oh, can you hear me? Check, check. Oh, okay, y'all, my computer had went to sleep. I was scared, honey. What if I would have lost all this episode? Y'all weren't gonna get nothing this week, and y'all was gonna be mad again. But anyway, so Chick Fil A also serves a fish sandwich. Now, not every location, so you do want to do your Googles and find out which ones. I know at the time that I tried their fish sandwich, it was a location in um, Sandy Springs off of Roswell Road. Um, and then Arby's also has a fish sandwich. So I don't know if this fish sandwich from Popeye's is going to be permanent, but I do know that I'm trying it. <laughs> um, Matt, Louie, y'all, my braces just got caught in my upper lip. That's why I paused. Jesus. It's hard recording by yourself. You just do all kinds of stupid stuff. I'm just like the Gorilla Glue girl. 
Oops, sorry, y'all. I had swiped up on the shade room and seen this video from Ashanti. Anyways, but y'all, I'm going to try that fish sandwich. Normally, when I go to Popeye's, I get the shrimp basket. Ooh, with the sweet heat sauce. It's so good, y'all. Oh, my God. I be dipping my fries in the sauce. It's slap, okay? Um, I think that might be all I have. Let me just do one more circle around the shade room. That's not my primary source of information, but I do know it's the most popular blog, so it's only right that I go in there and get my information when I'm recording the episode on the fly. Oh! And I, that was a bird sound because I said fly. <laughs> all right, y'all. So anyway, that's all I have for this week's episode. Sorry, so short, but at least you got an episode. My birthday is next Tuesday. So please show me some love. February 16th, I will be turning 32 years old. Yes, 32 years old. I'm very proud of myself, y'all. I have always been a person that has aspired to do more year over year now, I don't make like a I don't make like a vision board I don't do new year's resolutions but I do always get very uncomfortable with doing the same thing so I always try to make more money learn a new skill set or um try to get some kind of promotion or something at work so um for example I've been going through this interview process for this data science boot camp y'all and basically what's the definition of data science let me find out I don't even know y'all I just know what it looked like define data science all right, y'all, so data science is an interdisciplinary field that uses scientific methods, processes, algorithms, and systems to extract knowledge and insights from many structural and unstructured data. Data science is related to data mining, machine learning, and big data. I know that sounded very complicated, and that sounded complicated while I was reading it, but that's exactly what data science is. So basically, y'all, if you didn't already know, I am a data consultant. My entire career has been um, circled around data, and what my responsibility is is to clean the data and to set standards for how it is used going forward. And to make this my favorite analogy to explain to people the importance of my role or at least an idea of how I do it, just think about if you go on your phone right now and you go to somebody's contact, let's say you go to Auntie Lulu contact. Auntie Lulu don't change her number so many times over the years, and every time she get a new number, you just save it to her name. But then one day... You need to call Auntie Lulu and you go to her contact and you don't know which number belongs to her. Now, how in the world I'm going to know unless I call all these phone numbers? And you call these phone numbers and you got the wrong number and now you're annoyed. And so what you do each time you identify which phone number is the wrong one, you delete it from Auntie Lulu contact. And then going forward, you just say, all right, next time she get a new number, I'm going to just erase the old number and add the new number. So that's basically what I do. I go, For my company, I tell them this data is wrong. And I'm going to help you find out what the, the correct data is. We're going to make everything up to date. But going forward, this is how we're going to manage it. We're going to make sure we categorize this as this. We're going to make sure this person is responsible for this. We're going to make sure that this looks like this. And we, you know, I set up rules. And um, and kind of when I say rules, I mean... I'll, I'll set a trigger in the system that says, when you see this, do this. So I'll say, when you see this again, mark it as a duplicate. Then I, you know, someone can go and review it, maybe me, maybe somebody else, and then they will clean that data up. And so what I'm hoping to get out of this data science bootcamp, if I am accepted, um, I am going to learn how to make tools and with to, and by the, and to make those tools, I have to know how to code. And I don't mean code like making an app or um, like a website per se, but there are tools that you can make within Excel that function as an app. So I can say hit enter and enter will go through. It will, it, the computer will scan the spreadsheet, find duplicates, replace them with whatever I want to play. And it kind of functions as it's basically doing what I would have done by hand, but in 10 seconds when I, if I would have done it by hand, it would have taken several hours, maybe days. So anyway, that's not the exact thing I'm looking to do, but that's an example of what type of work I work in. So 
the boot camp is hosted by professors at Harvard. It's a Harvard uh, hosted class, I guess you could say. And that basically their their point of having it is to make sure that um, underserved communities or people of color or women, basically, basically they're saying these people don't normally have access to these kind of courses or they're not, they're not represented enough in this field, in this industry. I will say it's not a lot of people like me that work in my, and do that do my kind of work. Like if y'all saw my team, y'all be like, you know, how at least you get up in here. I just love that y'all. It's a little, it's one of my little geeky attributes, but basically they're saying, you know, we need more black people, more women, more people of color in the data field. We want to make sure they get the skill sets needed to be successful. So we're going to have this program where we have professors from Ivy league colleges teaching them. And at the end of the class, they'll get a certification and it will be completely free. And my little cousin put me onto it, which I'm very grateful for. Um, if, uh, the, the application pro- process is closed, but once it is open back up, I will gladly share the link with y'all. If you're interested, um, I think data is one of those things that literally is going to roll. I mean, literally the point of social media and the reason why it's so successful is because of data, y'all, our personal data, to be honest. But it's one of those things that can be applied to any school skill set. My degree was in business. I never was interested in data until I got into it. And I realized that one of my passions is data governance, which is basically the industry I work. I love cleaning data and setting standards and all that weird, annoying stuff. So that's what I do. And so basically the whole point of me mentioning that is that is one of the things I'm hoping to accomplish this year in 32. There are several other things, but that's what's going on right now now so hopefully y'all get the certification and it won't really give me any more money because I'm already in my job but it will give me a competitive advantage because I'll use those new skills to apply new processes to my department that didn't exist before and they don't even know that I'm about to present it to them so that when it's time for the review then I'm like dang Alicia you really helped us do all this da 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 you know and then I'll you know have the opportunity to get more money when it's time to get a a raise or I'll get a you know a promotion hopefully in management I used to think I didn't want to be a manager but my new company really makes that seem a little bit more realistic for me. So we'll see. Um, other than that, y'all, I just want to lose some weight. I don't gain a few pounds during COVID and I don't, you know, and we ain't going to go too far into it. So I hope I can do that. Oh, that seems to be an ongoing goal for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is what's going on y'all. So yes, my birthday is coming up. So it's Valentine's day. I hope y'all are safe. Um, that's all I got. So talk to y'all next week. Holla at your world, your curry, your swirl, your, your earl, your burl, your swirl. <laughs> Bye.